0: Happening,
1: so hey guys, welcome to Take Action Podcast with Monty and Yura. Today is our true episode, season two, episode 15. We did announce season two, episode 15 last week, and it was <laughs> wrong with this quarantine, guys. I some days I don't remember what day oh. of a week is this, so sometimes you need to remind me. No. The only reason I know it's Sunday because it's Easter, otherwise, I don't know. I haven't been able to work since 17, so I'm bored and lost, dazed and confused some days. Yeah, you don't even know what month
0: it is anymore, because I bet you meant March 17th and not May 17th. Yeah, (laughs)
1: I'm I'm, I'm all lost, guys, so... (laughs) or anyways happy Easter everyone we're recording this on Easter Sunday it's a little bit different for everyone this year with people not able to celebrate with their families and see their loved ones so all of us trying to do social distancing guys for this week I actually switched things up so I moved from my living room studio to the basement studio
0: you look good it looks good man so yeah
1: other than that it was pretty productive week I finally got out out of my initial quarantine depression. So I'm getting things done. I switched brakes on both of mine and my wife's car. Switched over my winter to summer tires. We did a tremendous amount of yard work, which is super satisfying and we're basically all ready to go for summer. We got a wonderful trampoline from Monty. So I told my kids it was one of their birthday gifts. (laughs) Some people might judge me, but it's a free inter I think it's a 14 to 16 foot trampoline. And my four and a six year old, they just loved it. Once we got it in, it was hours of free entertainment. CJ, um, you might need to get one of those for your
0: kids based on what I'm seeing on your Facebook post.
2: I might have to get something. Working from home with three kids under the age of eight is not an easy task.
0: Yeah, well, thanks so much for getting on with us today. Last minute again. How was Easter for you this morning?
2: Good. We just got up. We did our own little egg hunt downstairs. To keep- Kids open their Easter baskets. They're still playing right now with some of their East, new Easter toys. It is different this year. One to remember where we don't have family here. Usually either we're with my parents or my parents are here or my brother. So it's it's different. Sure. But thankful for our safety and we're healthy. So I don't have anything to complain about, but we do miss our family.
0: Yeah, no doubt. No doubt. Everybody does. We're skipping one Easter this year and this with my wife's parents, we're doing that, but there's only us and them. It'll be a small gathering for sure. Just yeah. And, and drinks and stuff like that. So my parents came over for a bonfire last night and stayed a good 25 feet away from me. So that was good too. <laughs>
2: mm-hmm.
0: It was windy, all that good stuff. So anyway, so I wanted to, you know, obviously get you to come back on. We were cut short last time and you were ready to roll. I you know there was a ton that you wanted to say and, and get out. And obviously now you're a teacher at uh, at a high school and not mm-hmm. being able to teach, being on quarantine and working with the high-risk kids. One thing that I thought would have been really cool when, uh, and the reason why I asked you to come back on with something you did a couple of weeks ago where you just posted into our, our body group about getting some extra help for some of your higher risk families and kids. Can you talk a little bit about that? I think it was wonderful and awesome that you did that.
2: Yeah. So the body family is just a giving group of people in general from the GRIP program. It's just a special group there. And Monty, you know, kind of the people that, that work out there. For sure. And so I reached out to that group of people. A lot of my families have been laid off. A lot of the my students are not working right now. So it's just tough times for for, for those families. So I reached out for hygiene supplies just to ask if anybody had any extra shampoo, conditioner, deodorant, toothbrushes, some of those essential needs that my kids need as this pandemic is going on, but might not have the money to get those things. So mm-hmm. I got an overwhelming response, which blew me away. I was so humbled. I'm so grateful. I'm so appreciative. It kind of turned into hygiene slash household goods. Yeah. I was able to give back detergent, dryer sheets, paper towel, toilet paper, along with a lot of those hygiene supplies. So what I did last week, I got some money donations, and then I also got some donations, actual donations that people had, you know, brought me and dropped off at my porch or whatever, and I made care packages for each family. So each family had a pretty big care package of a bunch of stuff that they need, and I was able to get a community member to drop it off, because we are not allowed to actually go drop off ourselves as okay. district employees, so we were, I was able to get a community member to drop off the supplies, and with the response that I got, I'm able to redo care packages and two weeks, so they're going to get another package in two weeks. Because oh, I just got so much stuff, so the first round went out, and then in two weeks I'm gonna be able to give back again. And the families were so thankful. Uh, three moms called me in tears. They're so appreciative. The students reached out. One thing that I thought was cool is that some of the students that I wasn't engaged with, like they weren't email me back, they weren't doing their schoolwork. When they got this package, they reached out to me. So mm. they got re-engaged with me. They actually got some schoolwork done. Nice. They connected with me, and so that wasn't my. That wasn't why I did it. But it was. I didn't even. Realized that by providing some of this, the kids would be so, and they felt loved. They felt loved by a group mm-hmm. of people they didn't know. They felt loved by me. And so they reached out to me, some of the students I hadn't heard of since this all happened. So that was kind of a bonus that I, I, I didn't expect, but kind of cool. Yeah.
0: And it was awesome to see the outpouring. Immediately when you posted on there, I was like, this is a yeah. great idea. It's something so simple. And mm-hmm. so obviously, you know, my wife and I came up with a bag of goodies and, and yes. brought them over. Just that little simple thought that you had, look at how many mm-hmm. people it's impacted just from people giving back to people needing it and it's not even something difficult it was just something that was a really simple thought and over exceeded your expectations obviously in yeah. the fact that you're able to do it again and I think yep. it was incredible and, and it was a lot of us take for granted like the simple things like the toiletries and the hygiene products mm-hmm. and other things like that but when people aren't working sometimes those things you know get tossed aside and you almost have to take a little bit different approach and empathize and look at a little bit bigger picture which I like I said I thought was incredible and, and really cool that you're doing. It's something maybe we might have to keep doing for a little while yet, too. You know, maybe we set up like a donation box or something at Body where people can just drop some stuff off and then we'll go pick it up on the way or something like that.
2: Yeah, it's one of those things where just giving $10 worth of stuff, when you have 50 people doing that, that is helping. And I was able to help 10 families. So it's awesome.
0: Yeah, did you, and you did something with the animals too, right? You helped with uh, feeding their pets a little bit.
2: Oh, yeah. So because I've gotten more, some of the cash donations, I use the money to provide some food for some of their household pets right now we have families worrying about keeping a roof over their head where's right. the rent money coming in those who own a home or how they're paying their mortgage things like that again some of the stuff that goes by the wayside they do have family pets and that was just one thing that I was able to go purchase some items for their pets so
0: that was awesome that's freaking awesome good very good
1: phenomenal cost it's very nice to see that our community comes together and provide for somebody who is in need hiring mm-hmm. kids that's yep. just amazing that's where the true love comes in in the hard situations like this even though we are all locked within our houses, but just wonderful to be able to see people coming together and helping for such a great cause.
0: We talk a lot about the body family on our podcast and people around the world probably have no idea about this gym, but it's not just the gym. That's the reason why we keep going back and why everybody there is really tight. It really is a family. And yeah, just a simple gesture from CJ saying, hey, let's if you guys could help me out and do this and, and just everybody. I don't remember how many comments were on that thread, but it was incredible. <laughs> as to how we many we were over found.
2: 100 by yeah, that night yeah so, so it's very
0: cool so obviously not not in school teaching how are you adjusting to you know, as a teacher how are you adjusting with high-risk kids you know I mentioned some of them weren't responding back until yeah. you know they got some of that stuff how's your curriculum how are you handling that
2: it, it's unique so my position you know provides that behavior support and that social emotional learning support to keep my students mentally healthy and physically healthy that's a big piece of my job along with providing that academic support to get their credit for the diploma because that's what they're you're in high school to get that that diploma it's it's been challenging because if you think about behavior and in helping kids stay mentally and, and physically healthy, it's hard to do virtually. Well, that's that's sure, a difficult yeah. challenge to do. A lot of my work is personal relationship, working with the kids one on one, coming into my classroom. We don't just get math done. We talk about family life, we talk about job, we talk about goals in life, we talk about at job applications. So there's right. just so much more to my position than a math teacher per se. You know, like I a one curriculum. So I support all of the different like core subjects along with providing that mental support and so it's been a little difficult to find ways like I said to keep my students engaged. This is new to them. Mm-hmm. You know, as tough as this is for us, I can't imagine how tough it is for some of the kids.
0: You know, I really feel for those seniors too, especially the ones that yeah. probably are about to be out in the real world here. And they really are now, but they don't have that end of the year. I'm assuming school's probably not coming back. Then you got kids that are in desperate need of a transition. And they might not have that person like you right now in place. They need to obviously take action for themselves and utilize people and mentors like you. But mm-hmm. for not being in that environment, I can see that there's going to be. And we're just talking about one school, not right not every single school in our area in the country. Who's not mm-hmm. going back to school? Those kids need that transition, and they're they're not going to have it. So hopefully, we can figure something out here as a as a society mm-hmm. on a way to help you know kids like that get into a point where they are they have somewhere to turn to to help them get going.
2: So what I do is I just have like um, data daily office hours, I call them, uh, where I am on a cha- on Google Meet at the same time every day and kids can just pop on. A kid can pop on for 10 minutes to say hi and pop off. Kid can come for the whole hour if, if they need it. So they know my set times and then they can just email me if they need a separate time outside of those hours. I've had a, a few kids pop on and just talk about stuff. So it seems to be helpful. So I do that daily. Oh, and I also have some other, I work stuff like special ed department yeah. meetings. I have CLTs. I have, you know, other meetings online. So the challenge comes with my three kids in the background as I'm trying to be online and conduct meetings and appointments and stuff like that. So a challenge. And then additional, you know, and I have to still educate my own child. So there's that piece of you still got to educate your own child. She's got work coming in that she has to submit. She needs a lot of assistance because she's just in first grade at this point. So she's not as independent as an older child.
0: Yeah. Did she get all of her homework done? on the on the, when she said she was going to do the first day she was going to have yeah. her work done for the school year she
2: did not <laughs> because she is competitive she has drive she's a perfectionist i have no idea where she gets any of that from and yeah she, and the first day she wanted to do all of her work but i slowed her down so we now we have a chart of what work she's going to do and what's nice is her teacher sends a video every morning about what work she has to do so i tell her cool. whatever's in the video that's what you're doing you're not you don't need to do any extra work you don't need to get all your math your whole math packet done by wednesday so it's a nice setup at the Howard's Swamico District has done.
0: Yeah, for sure. And I think that's really cool. Like one thing you see is I think, and maybe you can be a a turning point for this when you, you know, last time we talked about you being a school administrator, principal uh, type person. I think we're starting to find out the power of really the teachers and how capable they are uh, and creative they are. The administrations a lot of times handcuff our teachers from being and and reaching their full teaching potential in the ways that they want to teach. And now you're starting to see teachers have the, even though they can't be at school, they've come up with so many different creative ways. I have a lot of friends that are teachers and I'm seeing them on their Facebook posts and what they're doing. And you're seeing teachers drive around to certain neighborhoods and just drive by so the kids can see they're still being thought of. It really goes to show you like teachers outside of of a bubble perspective, so to speak. And I call the bubble the schools and when they're in those, within those walls, but you're actually seeing the human beings and the reasons why they became teachers more now than I think ever before, which is really cool. Absolutely.
2: I know our teacher does like a whole class gets on and does like a little party once a week so everyone gets on at the time so and, and i'm telling you my seven-year-old has more zoom calls facetime appointments mail she's getting mail from teachers from students <laughs> from she is like it's incredible of how much i say we, we miss our family they miss their friends mm-hmm. you know these kids yeah. miss their friends they miss their teachers teachers miss them and so we're just constantly getting mail from kids and I, I think we even have a google hangout later today that the teacher set up yeah it's incredible how teachers are staying connected yeah
0: that's
1: awesome for sure Sure, Murray, what put, about Violet?
0: How are her classes
1: going? Uh, they're doing pretty good. She's in preschool. They have two big classes, so they have two teachers. They split up responsibilities. She goes to King Elementary, so two teachers split responsibility, and Monday through Friday, she has daily kind of like homework. They're doing live videos, so it's pretty amazing what different stuff teachers coming out with. My main issue, I have tons of patients what my main issue is that I'm not a teacher. My kids don't listen to me. I can do anything with my kids. I can make them play, I can do them fun crafts food experiments but when it comes to teaching they simply won't listen to me i'm pretty sure cj can probably relate i can't do them anything but school work this is the <laughs> most challenging part for me when i'm trying to do this as dad it's so boring We want to do something else but then their teacher comes in on facebook live and do the video and they want to do this stuff and i tried so many methods so i'm still adjusting to the system but mine i don't mind doing school work if they would listen to to me but that's that's my main issue right now me and my wife are trying to split responsibility luckily for us it's just preschool and violet was doing pretty good before all this happened so i shouldn't be much concerned but it just like i understand all of the parents and it's not us who not able to handle it it's just i don't know how to say it. the kids rule the house i mean you can do any anything it's just so, hard. all of my heads up thumbs ups go to all the teachers who spend in ha- hard hours with all of their patients
0: maybe it's not the teacher's fault anymore when kids come home and complain <laughs>
1: Oh, no! And there's tons of memes coming up about parents <laughs> and whose fault is it? And now, now we know. <laughs>
0: oh, go ahead, CJ. I'm sorry.
2: No, I was just going to agree. I can, I can understand where he's coming from. Kiani asks me every day, are you my teacher again today? And yep, I am until I don't know when. So, but she doesn't listen all the time either. And she says, I'm not a good teacher sometimes. So it's hard kids. This isn't home. Wasn't those who go to school home. Wasn't the place that where school was. Supposed to be I mean it's just not it's hard for so hopefully all the parents out there are giving themselves a lot of grace I know I've had to back down and give myself grace through this period because Keanu is strong-willed and so am I and sometimes it doesn't end well for either one of us and I just I have to remember this is tough on her too
0: yep for sure you know we obviously are trapped inside of our own home bubbles now too and we need that stimulation to get out of the house and even just like you learn on like just going to school you know interacting with other kids and that facial back and forth body expressions facial expressions those kind of things are social skills that you're just kind of missing out on a couple of months of those for the kids too i think so it'll uh hopefully yeah. it'll pass really soon and by september kids will be back to school and they'll forget all about this spring and they'll be back to back to the usual hopefully yeah summer right.
1: will be a lot easier because there will be no school work <laughs> that's a different story when they when they can go outside and play when you don't have extra luggage and going back to home teaching again what i was just thinking a second ago it's a totally different comfort level for kids too they go to school they know it's a different outside person a teacher somebody they not spending 24 hours in the house it's a completely different comfort level because i we going for parents teacher conference and so i usually say the violet is so kind she always listens she's so shy and it's completely different at home at home they so used to us for one something to their parents they will say no no questions asked they wouldn't even blink but when it comes to a teacher they I would say in my at least my personal opinion they have little different level of respect with, with their parents I, they may be just too comfortable and I said I, I tried everything I tried to readjust my system I tried to be a little bit tougher I tried to be easier I tried everything it's it's just challenging and as as we're <laughs> talking two of those guys right. Now you cannot see, but they were just looking, trying to interrupt our meeting here. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I love it. So CJ, how does, uh, for you, obviously this is a different year, but what about summertime? What What is your life like in the summer as a teacher with high-risk kids?
2: Well, this summer, I don't know where my path is going because I will be done with my license in May. So potentially, you know, this is when, you know, you potentially are looking for different jobs or this is when mm-hmm. you're interviewing to set up for the summer. Because as an admin, usually you start July one. Right. But this is really thrown on top of me trying to get my own schoolwork done, my daughter's work done, and then my actual job, it's, it's hard to get everything done. So it's just, I don't know what it brings. And normally, it would be trainings, checking in on my students over the summer. I know I had some mental health trainings set up for June. I don't know if those are still in place or not, depending how long this goes, but the summer is usually for, is when we get a lot of training in, a lot of training and setting stuff up for the next school year. Now, with my admin license hopefully being done, I don't I don't know. I, I don't know what. I don't know what next year will bring. I'm very happy at Southwest, though. I, I don't know. I got a lot to think about and and see what jobs open or don't open up. And I might be back where I am right now. I would be happy with that. I love the kids I work with. I love the mm-hmm. administration I work with. Admin are super supportive about the hygiene drive that I did. So I've been thankful to have a lot of support from them. But we'll see what this summer brings. It's like an unknown question. I don't know yeah. the answer.
0: And it feels like we've been quarantined for like six months now, doesn't it? it feels long yep yeah long. for sure for sure and So, I think there's
2: no coming tomorrow
0: yeah four to four inches or something like that i saw there's originally like four to ten up north they're supposed to get like 10 inches so it's definitely a Yuri weather report kind of day tomorrow Ugh,
2: it's killing me it's killing me i told chris i told my husband to uh set the balance house up in the garage today so
0: he's gonna <laughs> do that later yeah so cj we uh we didn't get to do this with you last time but on all of our podcasts we have co host or the, the guest of the show ask Yuri and i two questions so we're going to flip it around and throw you on the spot here. I didn't even let you prepare. You
2: uh, didn't let me prepare. No, I didn't. I mean,
0: that's that's how we got to do it sometimes. It makes it more fun. You can ask us any questions. Since we're doing this on Zoom, uh, we'll even leave the two that we normally keep off the table, which is how did you find out about us and, and what made you start a podcast? But since you know that's what we answer all the time, if you can come up with something new, that would that'd be good.
2: If you could go anywhere in the world, where would you go and why?
0: Yuri? Oh, It you. still
1: will be the same spot for me as we had our travel episode. I think Bora Bora yeah Bora Bora. especially right now if I could get quarantined on Bora Bora right now <laughs> that, that my life will be a lot of easier and happier <laughs>
0: especially one of those bungalows with the slide coming off of it
1: oh yeah like Bora Bora if I can get like a little mini kitchen stuffed with products and I can spend there with my family for next 30 days so whichever quarantine will be it's mine nice.
0: mine always changes so CJ found out when I dropped off the hygiene stuff that I'm a big fisherman so pretty much any Anywhere where I can be fishing mm-hmm. is where, you know, I prefer to be right now. Otherwise, I really kind of like lately have been thinking about uh, doing some like backpacking or something like that, just getting away and going and doing that. I think my trip right now <laughs> would be like backpacking in New Zealand or something like that. I think would be awesome. What about you, CJ? Where would you want to go?
2: I'm a sun and beach person. So... Nothing wrong with that. No, you know, Jamaica I have not been to. I, I would pick any place with a lot of sun and beaches. Uh, I did hear my co-worker of mine actually traveled to Vietnam. Really, and came back and told us about it, and it sounded phenomenal.
0: Yeah, my brother in law has been sounded there. Found it awesome.
2: Times. It's more of like a hiking kind of. So, am I in the mood to actually go on like an adventure, or lay on the beach with drinks? It would have to depend on what what mood I am when I
0: actually book that vacation. For sure, for sure. Or do yeah, you mixed little...
1: activ- mixed activities. Some days trailing, some days little beach and go <laughs> and switch yep. them little, up. Little
0: little fun fact for you: Vietnam is the kite surfing capital of the world now. Oh. Yep, I found that out from my brother-in-law. I didn't look that up. <laughs> <laughs> All right, question number two.
2: Tell me about one of your happiest memories in your life. Oh man,
0: Yuri, you got one or you want me to go first?
1: I, I could go first having kids. I always yep. wanted kids all of my life. And we talk about on the podcast from age 20 to 30. I, I took it nice and slow. I met the person I really wanted to have kids with, but we we got married. We still spent five years being together, knowing each other. And at age 30, I had my first kid and was probably one of the happiest moments of my life.
0: Yeah, a lot of people say it. I don't have kids. So I have a different one for me, it was it was the day I I think one of the happiest and the ones that I just kind of flashed to right away is you know, I'm a pretty happy guy. So I have a lot of stuff. I think my one of my favorite happiest moments was when I earned my scholarship, because in track, you are basically you can run the times or you don't run the times. And I didn't have any scholarships as of May 18th of my senior year. And the coach that was recruiting me was Lucian Rosa at UW Parkside. And he basically gave me an ultimatum that I needed to hit this time or that you know, I wasn't going to get the I could still walk on but he wasn't going to give me any funding and so that race I ended up I ended up taking third in the race but I ran against the state champ in two different divisions in the same race so they kind of pulled me along as well but I just remember crossing the finish line and my coach coach Randy Fondo running out and hugging me and I could see my dad running down from the stands and he came and give me a big hug that was a pretty cool moment for me knowing that she what I wanted to I wanted to be a football player but I didn't have any options at that point so <laughs> so track was my gateway to uh, going on on to college, so that was a pretty cool moment for me. What about you, CJ?
2: I mean, kids. Yeah, <laughs> I was pretty happy when I had kids. Each pregnancy was so different, each child is so different. Some of the big three that stands out was the, the day that we won. We finally advanced in the NCAA tournament my senior year. I mean, mm-hmm. that was we worked so hard for that day I got married, and then my kids. Yeah. So those are the big three. Yeah. Who did you guys beat to advance? We beat Washington. Yeah, I remember that. that was yeah, awesome. and then we played LSU next round. Green Bay, the Phoenix had never advanced. It was kind of those. Things where okay, we made it to the tournament. Yeah, but we need to break through that. Let's actually win in the tournament. Can we have a mid-major actually win? So and when we did, that was a lot of sacrifices and hard work went into that win.
0: Yep, yep. Awesome. Very cool. I think we're we're pretty close to wrapping up here. We'll get on with the rest of our day. CJ, thanks again for coming on as always. And just doing what you did with that, the hygiene product thing for all your families. I think it's so special and, and awesome. And you know, obviously it benefited you by getting re engaged with those, but you didn't have to do that. Right. You, know, you went out and you know the body family made a huge and it was oh, you kind of expect it too. it's not not anymore it's like hey we we don't expect anything from the body family but when we ask to say hey can somebody help it's there's a hundred people there to help it's awesome right so, so thanks for doing that yuri you want to want to bring us uh wrap us up here
1: yeah for sure once again cj thank you for joining us what you do is amazing especially keeping your cool during this uncertain times <laughs> still still working with risk kids still working remotely and trying different methods so heads up to you thanks for all you do. In the meantime, guys, if you're from Green Bay area, in case if you don't know, a lot of local schools provide free lunches and breakfasts for kids. So check in on internet and happy Easter, guys. We have a small family celebration today, just four of us, just our family. have a little piece of ham. Gonna make some potatoes later tonight. In the meantime, guys, you, you can might leave me. some
0: of that on the doorstep for me. I might swing by.
1: I have a huge chunk. We have a small family, but a 10 <laughs> ten pound ham was the smallest they got so <laughs> but yes guys in the meantime you can find us on Facebook it's Take Action Podcast with Monty and Yura same name on Instagram we are on LinkedIn YouTube and stuff so thank you this episode is gonna come on tomorrow Monday probably a little bit later in the afternoon since it's gonna take me time to edit it and it was nice seeing you guys I hope everyone keeping their sanity and coolness especially trying to homeschool those wild kids CJ knows (laughs) what I'm talking about. And we got about 10 seconds left. Thank you.
0: Perfect time to wrap up. Shakira, us out, Yuri.
1: Okay. Boom.
0: Boom. (laughs) Oh, my goodness.
1: Podcast with Mante and Yura.